about Gogo? -Go? No. You don't know about Gogo? -Go? What the hell is the Gogo? -Go? Huh? It's, it's a type of music. We'll start. We'll start. Yeah, 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 we'll start. What's Gogo? -Go? You don't know Gogo? -Go? No. Okay. I'm gonna have to show you. Is it Virginia? It's a, it's like it's a type of music. Oh, okay. Got you. Like while they really be doing it, like. Go go. Yeah. I never heard. No, we start. We you start, start right now. Nigga, we can talk and start it. Shit already going. I edit. I edit it out. <laughs> we ain't gotta edit it out. It's the it's it part of the shit. But now nah, you said go go's what? Go go so, is like a type of music. Uh huh. Styling. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to explain. You said like, Wale's in it? Huh? You said Wale's in it? Okay, yeah, have you ever heard of doing the butt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Go-Go. Oh, I didn't know that shit. Yeah. I just thought it was just great music. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yo, Real Do Kill Podcast. Maybe back with another one. Um, Uncode. Subscribe. One. Rate. <laughs> review. On all platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Yeah, uncultured like a motherfucker. I'm uncultured. Yeah. Fuck man. you, motherfucker. God bless you. How the fuck? How am I uncultured? You don't nothing. Say it. Real deal with a kill featuring Rudy Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? So I'm not cultured, huh? I'm not cultured. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. One through ten. What am I? Five. Fuck you. What the fuck is you? Ten. Like get the fuck out of here. Nigga, I'm part Korean. You can't tell. I'm by default culture. So what's Monday? Yeah, ten. Oh, but I'm a fucking five. Uh, Motherfuck you. Yeah, my nigga done been to Langston, all kind of shit. And I went to TSU. He not even from here. Right. And I'm a five. You just been here. And I'm from the Mo. Huh? I'm from the mode, I'm not the, I'm a five. Just that right there is why you uncultured. <laughs> oh, so it's some third it's some third ward shit versus some versus Mo City. That's what we doing. I'm not from third ward. Where you from? I'm from South Angus. Oh, sorry. Apologize. South Park. I gotta watch out. That's why we got this distance right here, huh? Cause you from South Park and I'm from goddamn Mo City. Yeah, you from a whole different city, man. But I think you know who from Mo City. Who? Niggas, Ro. Ro is from South Park. Nigga, what, what did, what's the name of Ro, Zero song? Mo City Dime. Because it, it makes sense. Motherfucker. Scarface went to Rilla Ridge. Scarface went, is from South Angus. He went to Rilla Ridge. Rilla Ridge is in the Mo. Huh? Rilla Ridge is in the Mo. He went to Rilla Ridge. What the fuck that mean? Nigga, he reps the Mo too. In a sense, probably. That nigga does not rep the Mo. How you know? I heard Scarface say, uh, <laughs> Shout out Mo City. Hey, man. Shout out to H. Shout out to H. It's still part of you. No, it's not. Hold on. First of all, wait, wait. First of all, wait, wait. Okay. Y'all niggas got your own governor. <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. Hey, don't Mo City got their own governor? Man, we got a mayor. A governor? You oh, my bad. Don't you? <laughs> oh, so, so. Howard Gardner. Wait a minute. If you're gonna think South Park, I mean, if you think most city got a yeah, nigga got your own mayor, nigga, don't every city got no, a it, oh oh South oh South. Oh. <laughs> you said no, you can't get off me. You can't get off me. Think we got one governor in Texas, and that's the hey. same governor that uh, allow alcohol to go starting when? When does it start? Wow. I don't know. Them niggas money hungry. When does it start? Nobody know. So that's the same. We got one. 
Y'all think Taco Cabana had like he, alcohol to go, right? Yeah. Margaritas to go? Yeah. Man, I get a and OST it. Vodka. Shout out OST Vodka Black on. Oh, yo. That's Houston, Texas. <laughs> Nigga. Highway Vodka Black on Houston, Texas. The yeah. student Pearland. Pearland's not part of Houston either? No. No. Oh, my God. Oh, it's Monday. But or every city. But if you, okay, if you talk to somebody that's from out of town, never been to Houston, you're going to be like, what part you from? I'm from such and such, 15 minutes outside of Houston. Or you're just going to say Houston. You know what I'm saying? All right, what side of town? It's north side, south side, east side, west side. Yeah, A-Leaf. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you're going to just, just disrespect my city. Huh? So we're just going to disrespect most city. I'm not disrespecting most city. I'm just saying most city ain't. All right, there's a lot of people that would listen to this show that's from Mo City, too. That's like I said, like, is Pearland a part of Houston? Hmm? Is Pearland a part of Houston? Yeah. Of course you're not. But, it's, but of course you'll be on the outskirts Them niggas got their own mayor, dog. Who the fuck is Pearland's mayor? Whoever. Pearland mayor. But I'm just saying it's the outskirts. Is Pasadena part of Houston? How far is it from Houston? I think it is. I think. I mean. I think that is because it gets Man, them niggas got their own mayor too. But every they do. I'm telling you, they do. But you got outskirts of Houston. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean you Houston. It's humble Houston. Uh, yeah, it's part of Houston. It's an outskirt, my nigga. You know what? Hey, you know what? You want to know a fun fact though? I think two. His I, name is Kevin Cole. Kevin Cole, mayor. Man, that's a perfect segue. Yeah. I don't think y'all call it. that's a perfect segue. It is to the best. To the best Friday of 2021 when it comes to music, and one of the best Fridays when it comes to music in a long time. A lot of new shit dropped. Now wait. Hold on, wait a second. Where are we going with this? This what I'm gonna say. This one of the best Friday. This is the best Friday we had in 2021 when it comes to music. Are we talking about that right there? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> oh, oh, pussy. Oh. I'm just asking. No, you know I'm going with this, bro. Okay. In in a sense, you kind of know where I'm going. So we, of course, we know. No, I know. Yeah. So there's a lot of shit that dropped. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. We got the the <laughs> just start off with the man, like Don Tyler dropped something. He had yeah. a feature. I think Twenty One dropped that uh, soundtrack, right? Yeah. He dropped that. Migos dropped a single. Nick Minaj dropped the album, and of course, Cole. Everybody no, he on. she re-released a project. The album. Scotty Beam. Yeah. Beam of Scotty. Right. That's so, so obviously everybody listen. They're gonna be like, "All right, we're gonna talk all J Cole all day because it was hyped up for like the last month. Like we know he's dropping this shit Man, look. in May 14th. But guess what? I mean, let's get to the shits. But let me say this though before before you get to the shit, I'm gonna say this because J Cole. I think I, my biggest takeaway from Friday is we all knew what J Cole was gonna bring. I think for me personally, for a lot of people, I feel like J Cole. We know what J Cole is. We know what he is. We know he's going to bring the heat on this album. We knew he was going to bring it. It was the fact that we never got an album for him in, in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So he got this shit, and it reminds you of the warm-up. Remember when warm-up came when was in high school? It reminds you of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you something about this. Not to, We're going to get back on J. Cole, but I'm going to speak on Migos. Because Migos and Nicki kind of had something in common when they both dropped yes, uh, today. Is that they had to set a tone in a sense. More so Migos had to. Because in my estimation, I believe Migos, this is put up a shut up time with they, this next album coming out. Because it's getting to culture three. Culture two was like, ah, borderline. 
When's the last time that Migos had a real hit that people just really messed with? It's been a minute. They, they had motorsport. But how long was motorsport? That was before COVID. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? So he, they had to set the tone with this, with this song. Because we seen a sneak peek of the video. We didn't know what they was trying to do with it. We know Culture 3 is on the way, but they had to set a tone in a certain sense. What? Well, I, I think more of their solo projects didn't do what they were supposed to do. Except Offset. That project didn't do what it was supposed to do. Uh, I mean, the song was on 2K. My nigga, is that an accomplishment? Damien Lillard is on fucking but 2K. But Damien Lillard rap. You don't expect much from him from a rapping standpoint. I mean, it's not high expectations, but it's like he exceeded expectations. Remind me to come back to Damien Lillard when it comes to rapping too. But, yeah. Their solo project, like, okay, who liked Quavo's project? It's not replay value. Who liked Quavo and Travis's project? Semi replay value. It's okay. It didn't have no damn replay value. Well, I, I liked I liked it when it first what came song? out. Um, <laughs> black Black and Chinese. That's my favorite song. Man. My nigga, come on. Pop it, pop it. Do it again. <laughs> what do you say? Black and Chinese. No, nigga, do that Hands again. Hands on your knees. Do pop it. it for me, please. Pop it, pop it. Please make this a fucking clip. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That was my shit. Like, black so Yo, Harry played by you to a No, it didn't. To a degree. No, it didn't. Okay, a week. No, it didn't. All right, three days. You know damn well it didn't. I don't play it no more. Bro, you can't even tell me, like, Monday. Did it have a replay value to you? Honestly, I ain't heard it. I'm listening to it now. And you give him a 10. Monday, my dude. No, he's not talking about that. We're going to get to that later. Finish your point. <laughs> Finish your point. No, nah, I, I believe that more of their solo projects didn't do what they were supposed to do. Takeoffs didn't do what it was supposed to do. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I feel like Takeoff is like the black sheep. He's really, to me, my favorite one. He is. He's, he's the best, if you ask me, just from just a musical standpoint. Most balanced. Offset is like Bobby Brown, dog. Oh. Yeah, he is Bobby Brown for real. He Bobby Brown. Wow, but that's boy. a whole other conversation. But, <laughs> but I feel like they had to come. They they know what's up. I, I think it's more they solo projects didn't do what it was supposed to do versus more of that than the last project, Culture Two. Culture Two was okay. They had a couple records on there, but it didn't hit how it was supposed to. And I feel like they know that they they rushed the gun on it. They were they were supposed to wait a little bit. This is supposed to be culture two. Yeah. After culture one, I think they should have went ahead and did that. Um, I'm gonna say this, bro. I don't know. After culture one, I I feel like they should have went ahead and did their separate projects and then did culture two. I think they came back with culture two too fucking too fat, bro. I was finna, bro, because you think about it, culture one was fuck it, bro. I'm saying it. Culture one was a classic. So like. I feel like they dropped Culture One 2016 solo album. So damn quick to talk about a fucking classic, but okay, come on. That was five years ago. That was five, bro, Rudy. You got to think about it. that was five, nigga. That came out the same time Super was in Houston. That was five years ago. That's a whole nother conversation. Okay, but all I'm saying, in my yeah. opinion, Culture One, 
I feel like they should have had that solo album. They rushed Culture 2 too soon. Yeah. This single right here should have been, I mean, of course, 2019, 2020, maybe, but like, this should have been it. In a sense, because they rushed. Nigga, they were saying Culture 3 was on the way when they, when they was doing press release for Culture 2. Culture 3 on the way. Now, nah, imagine this. Let's say the album suck. Let's say I, Culture 3 suck. They're going to do these press releases and shit. And we in our head like, I, I feel like, like it. But see, that's why, I agree, that's why I agree with you. I feel like if this project doesn't do what it's supposed to do, if it don't. Because even in, 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 in that record, straightening is cool. Yeah. You're not going to replay it like that. No. It's all right. Yeah. I think you got to come a lot harder. I think right now they're testing the waters. To be honest. Nigga, they don't think, nigga, they on a hot seat. Nigga, they are what Bill O'Brien was when he was on the Texans. Nigga, they, you on a hot seat. <laughs> nigga, if you don't, if they don't deliver on this goddamn album, they done. It's over. I don't hear nothing from Quavo, Offset, Takeoff. It's over. Like, you can't recover from, because you was dropping this sneak peek video with your fucking glasses off and shit, had your dreads down. Like, oh shit, this nigga, he about to come with some heat. And the song was like, all right, it's cool, but I'll be done by tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if Culture 3 is not it, Quavo, uh, Migos is done. It's over. Like, I wouldn't say that they done. I feel like it's, 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 it's cold out there for them. niggas. They can get, because one thing I, you can't take away from the Migos, they can make some hits. They can make some records. Look how long it was, though. They, a real hit, though. Look how long that shit was. What's the last hit that Amigos had? You just said it. On Motorsport? And I'm no, and, no, I'm put it like this. What's the last hit? Question? No, no, no. Walk it like I talk. How fucking long was that? 2019. What's the last real hit Migos had without features? Real life. Niggas like, hey, we still jamming this motherfucker. Mm. A long time. But what hits do they have that's not a feature? Walk it like I talk it. They biggest record ever, Bad and Bougie had Uzi Vert and took off Takeoff. So what's the like? I don't think that really matters when it comes to. Them. Ooh, now we get to that question. Legacy wise, is is Migos overrated or underrated? Mmm. Let's say Culture Three is not what it's supposed to be. Let's say it's let's let's say it's like mediocre, below average. Is Migos Legacy overrated or underrated? Damn, that's a good ass question. Because we talk about hits, of course. So the one thing they got is the culture. They, you know, Atlanta. They came at the. It was the perfect time because I remember I followed Migos early on, like 2013, 14, and their performances sucked. They didn't know how to perform. They got better over time. They got better when Culture One came out. Obviously, somebody got in their ear and shit. So they just grew and grew, but now their style. The style that they created is passing them up now. We're not even on that same wave no more. So it's like Migos can go into the sunset, like kind of like hitting a little bit. Nobody's really checking for Migos. Nobody's really checking for Culture 3. Like we like, okay, Culture 3 is going to come out, but like we're not like how we did for J. Cole. We're not doing with Kendrick. We're not doing the same thing with Migos. So it's like legacy-wise, if it do not succeed like how Culture 1 was, would are they going to be considered okay, overrated? Ask, okay, so first of all, Atlanta is known for having groups, Outkast, Goody Mob, uh, Young Blood, Little John Eastside Boys, Eastside Boys. So if you look at them as being the um, 
like the fucking top of the top. Where do they land? In Atlanta groups? Yeah. They're not over Outkast. They're not over Lil Jon Esau. Oh my dog. They're not even touching Lil Jon Esau boys. Dog, they right. Lil Jon Esau boys is under out. To me, you said Goody Mob? Yeah, I mean, even if you look at the Young Bloods. Young Bloods got some records. Young Bloods, dead presidents? There's a called, yo. Nah, shit, damn. If you don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. Hey, they probably got uh, Roy Jones on the song. I don't know. Now I'm saying it's like, they not. Nah, though, these are things you have to think about when you think about, like, all right, are you overrated or uh, uh, underrated? underrated? You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I feel like they are overrated. I feel like this whole time they've been riding the uh, bad and bougie record. That's their biggest you song. Ask me. Because if you think about it, after Bad and Bougie came out, they could spit on the record and that bitch was going to be harder than a bitch. For real. So when Coastal 2 came out, you got Motorsport. They had to take it to a whole nother level that wasn't as raw as a Bad and Bougie or, you know, uh, was it Narco? Was Narco on that project? I forgot how that song went. Oh, think about that shit. I forgot how Narcos went. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my thing about Migos. Like, but I you, like but, hold on, but, you, but one thing you can't take away from them is that they created a different sound. Oh, they was trendsetters. I mean, yeah, I, I give them so, that. So, with that, I can't even say anything underrated. I feel like right now, it's just they at a point now where it's like, like you said, put up a shut up. Like, this right now is your moment. You got everything you need at this point. What you gonna do? They just didn't grow, dog. They sound it's like everything's the same, and that's what we were talking about. We was watching uh your boy on uh, on YouTube where that you like Pusheyste. I don't want to talk about Pusheyste, but just I was want to use him as an example. Mm-hmm. Pusheyste, like I said, I think he's gonna be gone in two years. Relevancy, because if he don't grow, if he don't hit like what Moneybag did, what Lil Baby has done, you gotta grow as an artist. Because I'm gonna tell you what's gonna last forever, real. Real's gonna last forever. No matter all this little trendy shit that's going on right now, all the two second, twenty four hour fame, but, that's gonna go. But I'm gonna tell you, kid, the reason why Pooh Shiesty is where he is is just what you just said, his uniqueness. Nobody rapping like him. Him and Big Thirty, them niggas is rapping. You know, they got the same style, but I never heard anybody rap the way that they do. The thing with artists is, as they live and they experience more things, their topics become different. I hope so. Now, if that nigga stay in the fucking hood and doing the shit that he be doing and shit like that, now we having a whole different conversation. He might not be here in the next two years, but... With certain artists, you got to let them live in order to experience more things and have more shit to talk about. That's what made Moneybag Yo become who he is. That's what made shit, the Migos. They talking about something totally different from when they was talking about Culture One. I love Moneybag Yo, bro. I don't want to talk about Moneybag. I just want to bring him up because, dog, I ain't like, he has some of the best quotes you could put on your Instagram caption that you could think of, nigga. I ain't going to lie. I'm not a Moneybag Yo type nigga. But, nigga. Yeah. I feel yeah. you. But cold world, baby. Finally. Finally, nigga. Let's talk about it. Miles, I know you over there uh smirking a little bit. Cold world, baby. Cause I know you I know he went on certified lover boy, one of the gayest rap titles out, ever you know, in real his history. Alright. I'm just okay. Anyway, cold world. 
Now, let Yo. me just say this before you go. I love I loved the album. 10 out of 10. I'm not going to go off and say classic like everybody else is doing. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go crazy. But honestly, I expected this. I can't lie. I expected him to bring heat. Hold on. Well, are you done? No, I'm not done. Okay, no, I'm, I'm almost. I'm not talking. Because I'm going to tell you exactly how. Yeah. Because we was in that group message last night. We was like, your phone was buzzing. We was on that mug. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> what you was doing, Rudy? Don't worry about it. Oh, fuck. We know right. what that means. Grown folks bidding. <laughs> 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 well, I ain't gonna go. Yeah, I'll start to tell y'all niggas shut the fuck up. Nah, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go there with you. I, I'll, bring, I'll bring it up after you take a couple of sips of that highway vodka because you're on a feeder roll right now. I need now. more. All right, we got some over there. There you go. Oh, thank, thank you. Damn, uh, see, this is my lovely Lolo. I said this. Hey, y'all niggas. Hey, no bullshit. Never mind. We're gonna talk about. You about to make an ass spot? That's you gonna do? Make an ass spot right now? You can do it for the first time. The only way. You're not even you're showing the back of it. You're talking about the video. The highway. Six times to steal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Six times to steal. Six times to steal. Highway. Highway. Not the freeway. Hemp C. Made with Hemp C. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. People was laughing when I made that video, man. You funny as hell. Bro. It, was, it was cool, though. It was cool. No, that shit was Oh, wait. Long Lauren said the video, she said, eh, I don't really like how the video's made. She said it, get on her. Now that shit was funny. It was just because it's we know a kill voice. Yeah. A kill the highway. Six times the steel. Nigga, if you don't shut your bitch ass up. He's sitting there reading the bottle. It sounded like he was reading that shit. But the pauses worked though. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let's stop disrespecting J. Cole. Come on. Yeah, for sure. So, no, Jay, like I said, it's a 10 out of 10. But I'm not going to go all far and say, oh, shit, classic, because rumor has it. Remember how KOD uh, ended with the song called Fall Off? That's supposed to be the album. Fall Off. Be, this is supposed to be a mixtape, the warm-up to, you know what I'm saying, to the album. This po- Fall Off supposed to be his official. And for this to be... Let's say mixtape. It gave me. I ain't gonna lie to you. The way it was mixing master, it gave me mixtape vibes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You had the you had features on that. And he didn't release the features. You couldn't see it. Yeah. You, you had little John to begin. You had Cameron. You had little baby. You had uh, what's name Maury? Mm-hmm. You had him on there. Dog. I'm not gonna say classic, but dog, this is a fucking great ass project, dog. Like this is this is what I expected. This, this, well, I tell you, this is what's been missing. This is what's been missing. First of all, I, me personally, I usually wait till everybody get all their bullshit out and then listen to projects that's like highly anticipated. Just because I don't like for people's opinion to sway me in a lot of ways. But it's Jay fucking cold. And after I heard the interlude, I was like, okay, this nigga on some shit. So, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, this morning, now listen to I listened to the project like five times. In the day, just keeping it real with you, man. When I first heard that first record, the ninety-five, 95 South, South, my nigga, come on, man, killer, come on, man, killer. Like, do y'all know what that means, bro? 
I was low key disappointed because I wanted to kill a verse. So this I want. To, I, why you saying all this? I want you to talk. To, I want you to talk to him down there. Why you saying your stuff? Because I want you to get through his head. Okay, first of all, y'all got. Okay, I want you. <laughs> y'all got to cross my legs for this thing. What you got? Come here, uh, my. You want to sit right there, bro? This is your shit, Billy. You want to sit right there? Yeah, man. This, this is your palace, you, bro. Yeah, we gonna we gonna. Cause years ago he said Young Thug's better than J Cole when he was younger. So I want you to get to him. How old are you again? Twenty four. You're twenty four. Okay. Mm-hmm. How old were you when Dipset was outside? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Do you know what it means to have? That don't play a factor though, in my opinion. No, listen to me. <laughs> you really don't. Okay. Well, first you gotta understand the energy. The energy. That's what made their record more live than anything, bro. Mm-hmm. The energy of you remember when Dipset was outside when, when yeah. Cameron was Cameron and Joel Jim Jones. Was, when you set the tone of a project like that, and you talking your shit, man, you can't, man. What? I was hard. I- what? These are this is raw this is raw unfiltered shit right here. This but, is uncut coke. Do you I, like, I, like when Cole, I like when Cole was talking his shit. Like his previous projects was boring as fuck. Mm, mm, mm. It wasn't nothing like this. He came out. He came. We'll out get to that later. We talking about. Hold on, hold on. We'll get to that later. We talking about the project right now. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's fire. I fuck with. It. Okay. Yeah. But now I'm trying to get you to understand the impact of just having Cameron on the fucking intro. Right. This is not. Regular, it was hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, so you go from there, and like just through the whole project, bro. If you lit, like, nigga, it took me back to me being in my fucking dorm room. Like, oh, this <laughs> so this was packing up to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Because the warm up and all that shit came out when I was going. It was to like college. juniors, sophomores. So you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, uh. What's the the sideline story came out my freshman year in college? Mm, oh my god! So I we talking that. about the energy that you get when you listening to this project, the shit that he's talking, who's talking the shit that he's talking, and the way that he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit seemed like this nigga was just as hungry as he was when he was trying to get a deal, and niggas don't do that. Nigga say he still. Got I'm gonna keep it real with you. Drake's family. I love Drake. Drake ain't coming with that shit. Hell no, he ain't coming with that shit. Don't talk about the ghost. No, listen to me. Ain't close. Drake ain't that hungry, bro. Drake ain't hungry no more. Drake, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Cole took because he on top of the game. He don't need no, hell, come on, dog. <laughs> but it's, it's it's but you gotta understand when it comes to when we talk about the passion of music and you know what you look for and things that make you fall in love with music. Shit like that makes you fall in love with music. Just like right now, I think what happened was he took the passion he had for basketball and transferred this shit over to the pen. So now this nigga's about to go play in Africa, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. The whole project is different. Who's talking that type of shit in the way that he's talking? Point blank, period. Nobody. The only person close enough is fucking Freddie Gibbs. And? That's it. And come on. Who Kendrick? You know it. Kendrick got to drop a project. We know it's coming. Drop like four years. You heard they said. 
Kend- they said they, they Drake said he's waiting on. He said he's gonna drop his once uh J Cole and Kendrick drop. So he's dropping certain. That means Drake not Drake, Drake not talking that. Hey, we, I know like he not. That my brother, I, I know he not. I promise you that. I'm hold on. Listen to me. I'm gonna keep it real. With you. I've been to a couple of private parties. I've heard a couple of records. It's not like that. That's gonna be on certified Little Boy. I'm pretty sure. I heard uh. Uh, what's the record? Uh, what's that record that came out? That uh, I'm upset. I heard I'm upset two years before it came out. I didn't really like that record, video. It's not. It wasn't the same record that it was when it came out. Don't get me wrong. That motherfucker was hard. Mm-hmm. But Drake not gonna be talking the shit that the Cole was talking. Drake about. got something bad, dog. Oh God, what bag? A fucking purse? You ain't heard yes. shit. Okay, we're not talking about Drake right now. All right. But yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying he's not going to be talking the shit that he talking. But we, that's the thing, because it's a difference with oh, hold the, on, the styles. Because Akil, another thing with your ass that I got a problem with, you always saying a record is the fucking album of the year. And all the, what you said was the album of the year so far? I said so be- before. No, no, no. Before, no. Before J Cole dropped, um, I didn't get my update because we talked about it a while back. Nah, nigga, what you said? Okay, my album of the year right now, <laughs> as of May, before Cole dropped, I, I had propane. I had uh, com- I got comedy machine in there too. We not even talk comedy machine. It's the way shit was hard. Yeah, this on some other level. Yeah, I, shit, yeah exactly. Yeah, for sure. This, this is, this is, this is, it's different. Yeah, bro. Cole right now already number one. It ain't been twenty four hours. Already, it's already number one. The quality of Ricky City, man, and then the storytelling about the shit with him and Diddy, and then having yeah. him. Oh and Diddy my on. god, Come on, bro! The that bars, is- bro. Who what that nigga sung about, on the bro? chorus? Um, don't ooh, somebody uh, hand, let go of my hand. Yeah, let go of my yeah, hand. let go of my hand. Okay, that's one I haven't listened to yet. Right. So just so. He's saying he was so, he was I mean, that even if I break it down to the point to where, like, bro, this man was t- saying some real shit that us, I don't even think this was for women at all, bro. This was for straight up niggas. Like, for real, real rap is real shit because mm-hmm. a lot of us deal with a lot of things that he was talking about just from even like, hey, man, like, I'm not even on that type of shit, but I'm going to prove my point just to make, get my point across. If you get what I'm saying, you get what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? Like, Bro. applying pressure is number two. Oh my god, he applied pressure on this motherfucker. He applied pressure to the top dogs right now. We call Drake. He said, "He's telling, look, he bring, set the bar. You better bring CLB to the table because it ain't messing with this." And this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my drop first. I'm gonna give a bold prediction on cert, certified little boy. Can he drop first though. I feel like certified little gonna be you trash. Can't Chill out. Not trash. Okay, it's, it's, it's not gonna be this though. I guarantee it. Guarantee. But that's not even his style of rap. I'm saying like it, they too. But that's but that's the. And then, hold on, hold on, I want to try to I want to peep this too. The records where he had features, them motherfucker was on point. With twenty one savage. The twenty ones, even when it came down to the uh, little baby record, like you can yeah. understand why little baby. A lot of motherfuckers be trying to force little baby on the records. Mm-hmm. This was perfect. This was him twenty one nah. savage. Most, most mm. of the baby. Mm. 
Mm, mm, most mm. little baby features seem natural to me, like because he just not all. Like, I mean, I'm saying they most. force say most. Okay, most. now we talking from a label standpoint. They will force the shit out of a little baby record. They are, but they will force the shit out of Amigos record. They will force the shit out of a Twenty One Savage record. But look, when it comes to little baby, don't sound forced though. What? They don't sound no no. Little baby come correct every every song feature he on. That's right now. Miles. No, facts. Miles. Rudy. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about it. <laughs> the city girls rigging with little baby. They was forced. What else we need to go? What? I mean, do I gotta go ahead? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Miles, you can go back. You can go back. You can go back to the table. It's cool. Over. Okay, it's cool. <laughs> Cause we ain't gotta hop on little baby. We ain't gotta hop on him like that. That's my thing. Because little baby's little baby. But the thing is, little what? baby having some shit. Dude, you be like, why the fuck is little baby on this shit? Name the track. I just told you one. Yeah. But it's the thing though. This is what I'm gonna say. The on me record with him and Megan Thee Stallion didn't make sense. I forgot about that song. Yeah, but that was his song though. That was that was Megan. That was Megan. That was his forced that. But I give okay. I you gonna force the shit though? That's but I, I know. So what Rudy, I think what Rudy's trying to say. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that Lil Baby can't come with it? You know he will. He will bring bars. But I think he's saying that some songs that Lil Baby's on, you really don't need him. You know what I'm saying? You really don't. He's not a need for some of these songs. Like the song he's talking about with Megan. You didn't really need Lil Baby on that, but that we see. No, you didn't need what well, I'm saying. Well, city girl song. Like you're gonna record, even the city girl record. You don't need Lil Baby on that record. What you need Lil Baby on that record for? He gonna bring the heat itself. That's for sure. Yeah, but like, don't want to take nothing away from Lil Baby. But every record that Lil Baby is on don't make sense. Just like every record that Migos is on. It don't make sense. The record that Migos and Katy Perry did did not make oh sense. Oh my god! Shit. What the fuck kind of combination was that? What kind of? I never thought I'd see that collab. Katy Perry and Beagles. But we talking about some record. But that was some label shit. That yeah, wasn't no. Hey, man. Nigga from the we ain't saying like him and Forty Two Doug. Like that shit makes sense. Man, what? Think about him it. and certain other motherfuckers. It makes sense. But when it comes to him and the City Girls talking Bro, about, can you imagine? Make, but that, that's not like totally off. Him and City Girls. That's really not off like that. They, they talk about like. We're not shit. saying them in, in particular. We saying the record. But I'm saying, like, it wasn't that off to me, like. I mean, to you. But think about it. Hey, can you imagine if you was, like, Quavo Takeoff? Let's imagine you was Takeoff. And, A, record label guy say, hey, I want you to be on a song with Katy Perry. Nah, that's be your forced. First nah, that's forced to me. Like, you talking about What would be your first reaction? That's totally off, like. No. <laughs> that nigga's probably smoking. It's like, the fuck? A lot, I mean, but you got to think, a lot of these record labels be having these white motherfuckers in there that don't know yeah. shit about nothing. So, that's just a whole other Justin Bieber on any, any track record. I mean, just because it don't make sense. Now, that's force. Yeah. That, like, that's but they do the same out. thing with Lil Baby. Okay. So, what would you give the record? What would you give the album, J. Cole? 10 out of, I mean, out of 10. I'm going to give it a 9.5. And, and the only reason why I say I'm going to give it a 9.5 is because it didn't have no records that I know for a fact it's going to like. Like, a lot of these records are not going to be played on the radio. It's not meant to be. It's not meant to be, but... When we talk about a full, complete record, 
But nowadays, who gives a fuck about the radio right now? Because we got Wait, I mean, you got to think. For, for for his audience, it is what it is. But when we're saying from a universal standpoint, a lot of people are not going to listen to this project. That's cool. Think about Nipsey legacy after he died. None of his shit was on the radio. You know, uh, no. Towards the end, towards the end. Like, YG song and shit like that. I'm saying, like, overall. But his legacy was so impactful. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like... I, I think where music is at now, especially rap... I feel like you don't need to rely on the radio. No, you don't need to, but you have to be able to translate to multiple places. Basically. Like when you when you are a label or you are any kind of uh, executive, you looking for that record. That, like okay, let me put like this: What record on that price do you know that's gonna go platinum by itself? I mean, it's not no platinum records by itself. On that, that should tell you something. I don't care though. You don't care because you're a fan of it. But when we talk about just business in general, there's no record on that that I'm like, all right, I know for a fact this yeah, shit gonna nah. spin here. This, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the only thing. Other than that, it's a great fucking project. He's talking this shit. But it's kind of. I, I don't want to. I don't want to hop on this. I want. I want to use this subject for another day. But it's like, it kind of sucks because it's I a wish. Great body at work. I wish that I wish hip hop was actually ran. By blacks, you know what I'm saying? Because if it was ran by blacks, hell, who knows what songs would have been on the on the radio? But that's another topic for, topic for I another mean, day. I mean, but it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with with uh, uh, Blake Cakes. <laughs> we started talking about uh, PWI and the HBCUs. It's the same fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Because when you have When you have individuals that say, well, you know what, fuck it, I'm just not going to do this shit. I'm yeah. talking about us. Yeah. You know, we give in to a lot of the bullshit that, that these labels uh, throw at us and, and, and don't stand our ground. And we give them control of the art that we created and that we own. You have shit like this. Yeah. It's going to be like this because we don't own the shit that we have. Yeah. You know, so... That's a whole other conversation for a whole other day, but it's possible, but motherfuckers ain't willing to uh, to make the sacrifices in order to to have black executives, black people. That's like, man, I looked at that. Uh, if y'all ever get a chance, go look at the video of uh, Bobby Smurder when he got signed to um, was it three hundred? No, Epic. Go look at that room and see who was in that room. Oh, you already know what it was. He stood on that table. Oh, yeah, that was super Number whites. That's what I'm saying. So, like, niggas, I want y'all to think about this. You tap dance in front of these motherfuckers that don't know shit about our culture. You know what they say? Making they decisions on our culture. They saying, you know what they saying? They saying, go, nigger. Yeah. Dance, nigger. Have, have you ever seen Bamboozle? Nah. Whenever y'all get a chance, I want y'all to watch this movie called Bamboozle. It's a uh, Spike Lee joint. Whenever y'all get a chance, watch it and we'll talk about it. Yeah. It's very relevant to what we go through on a daily basis, whether it's entertainment or not. But entertainment-wise, it'll wake you up a lot more into seeing what the fuck going on. Yeah. It mean... Yeah. What you? What do you give the project? You gave it a ten out of ten, right? Uh, 
did say 10 out of 10. I did say 10 out of 10. I guess I was, I mean, I'm not being biased, but it's like the song, the project was overall, I could still play that yeah, shit all day. Shit. Yeah. Nah, it's a 10, bro. What I'm saying ain't got shit to do with what you said. I'm saying it looking at it from my, my, you know what I'm saying, my Lens, scope. Yeah. yeah, you know, I feel, I think it's a great project. I think it's a perfect project. It's just certain elements is like, all right, now if I'm putting my other hat on, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, that's if I'm looking at it from track to track. As a body of work, man, that's an amazing project. Amazing. As a body of work, it's a 10 out of 10. You but if what? I'm looking at it from like an exact standpoint, 9.5. Damn, so dude, J. Cole has the four we was talking about. 2014 Forest Hill Drive, Four Yards Only, KOD. Now this, that's four in a row. It, it's, yeah. four, it's Four Yards Only, legit. Yeah. That's four in a row, even though it wasn't his first four. But Hold Because I, me personally, before his eyes only, it was like, ah, which one got to go? I'm taking that one. I ain't going to lie to you. I didn't like for, for your eyes only. It's like they were born center to me. I'm going to tell you a fun fact. I didn't listen to the whole up and down of born center. I didn't. like. I heard the, the intro. He had the biggest sample. Born Center, the opposite of I heard that one, but I didn't. I didn't. That's shocking to me. I didn't really listen to Born Center like that. Damn, I'm about to go fucking drink highway vodka at home and listen to Born Center. I feel Center like at, at that point he wouldn't be in his 100 percent self. Cause that was after Sideline Story. Yeah. Cause I feel like Sideline Story was so big, he he put all his work in that one. Yeah. It kind of writer's block I mean, a little bit on got, Born he Center. He's still figuring it out. It's yeah. A, it's a formula to this shit. Oh, but yeah, it's, like, it's not like. I think what happened was he figured out the formula and he was just trying to figure figure the formula out even more. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to perfect that shit. That's why you get a, a Forest Hill Drive. That's yeah. why you get a Four Your Eyes Only. Because if you ask me, Four Your Eyes Only was another Forest Hill Drive. I didn't realize he was 36 years old. 36. Drake's like 33, 34, some shit like that. 34. 34. Kendrick is what? Probably around that age. Bro, the old niggas, n- niggas in their 30s running this shit. It's always been like that, though. For sure. We just didn't know it. Yeah. You just don't they realize They make that me shit. feel like these niggas young. Nigga, Rick Ross is damn near 50. <laughs> that nigga is probably 50. Jay-Z is, is 50 for shit show. Kanye's uh, in his 40s. Kanye's in his 40s. Like, it's always been that way, bro. It's not a secret, though. Freddie Gills is what? I don't know, but that nigga's running this shit. You know what I'm saying? That nigga, I ain't gonna lie to you. That nigga Freddie might be the best rapper right now. That's a hot take like a motherfucker. Freddie might be the best rapper right now. You still got Colin. Man, Kendrick. Freddie might be the best rapper right now. And I would argue that to the Over period. Cole? Yes. Why? Freddie ain't had a bad verse in like six years, bro. J. Cole either. Mm. Bad? I have to review that. You got to review that shit. Yeah, I throw a red flag on that shit. But I want to say, Freddie's doing all this from an independent standpoint as well. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Freddie, bro, he has, think about this. He has three classes in a row. Pinata. Hard. Uh, what's the, uh, uh, Alfredo. I think I like Shadow of a Doubt, nigga. That was oh uh what's my what's my project from him? Um 
They got, they got, he's, he's on the like, he's like Jesus almost. Um, oh my God. You got, oh, you only live twice. Like, really think about this. Freddie is doing this on a major scale independently. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking at his, I'm looking. Freddie got Alfredo, a, Freddie for sure got Bandana. Bandana. Fetty. Freddie. You only live twice, shadow of a doubt. He got one, two, three, four, five, six. Ooh. He for sure got four classics already. ESGN. I'm going back to Freddie Gills. I'm going 2013 Freddie Gills. ESGN was hard. Okay, that's why I stuck. That's why I first got on him. Never mind. That's my first. See, flight. I was on him before that. When he was with uh, CTE. Neighborhood hoes, Freddie. Dog. I ain't, that, nigga's, that nigga's cold. Me personally, I feel like Freddie's the best rapper right now. I mean, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. But I want to switch to this. So we got the music shit out the way. I want to um, go to this. Thank you, Cole. Thank oh, yeah. you. You got to appreciate Thank Cole. You. So. We needed that. I needed that. I ain't going to bullshit you. But I got a question. So you you, you in a relationship and shit. How long you been in a relationship? Hey, what's crap? We're going on a year. For the second go round. But how long y'all knew each other? I've known him for three years. Three. How long y'all been kicking it? Like, just kicking it. Three? About two. Do it suck to date in this generation? Or is it just you need discipline to date in this generation? I for sure believe that it sucks to date in in this generation. Why? I think it sucks to date in this generation as men because women aren't the same yeah. as what we grew up on. Uh, women, it's not, I don't, it's not genuine no more. Right. Oh, my bad. It's not genuine no more. Yeah. Um, and I say this from like when I was before I was in a relationship. <laughs> Look at her. She turned. As soon as you said that shit, she turned around. Women ain't genuine no more. I didn't say nothing. You didn't say nothing. But you, you turned around. Like, like right now, I feel like if you find you a good one, you need to snatch her ass up because you never know. At this point, like I really believe that women nowadays are more focused on what they can benefit than what they can put in, no. and. That's a recipe for destruction because the things that they look for and that they want, they don't understand what comes with those things. And men, you know, I feel like you got three levels of niggas, right? (laughs) It's the truth. It's the truth. You got three levels of niggas. You got the niggas who, you got the niggas who, who getting money that don't give a fuck. Then you got the niggas that's responsible. They get money, but they responsible with what they doing, and they more self-centered in what the fuck they doing. And then you got the roach niggas. They the dirtiest of the dirtiest. The niggas that ain't got shit, but but eat off of what other females bring to the table. Damn, so brother. Am I lying? Who? Nah, it's three niggas. It's, no, they, I mean the roast niggas come, is the niggas that ain't like shit. Hey, they was quiet on J. Cole yeah. at the music talk. 
So you got these three types of niggas, right? So the niggas, the niggas, the niggas is getting money. Don't give a fuck. So I'm gonna throw this bread at your ass just so you can shut the fuck up. Yeah. And we gonna fuck here once in a while, but shit, you just here just to be here, right? Yeah. Women, when they're benefiting in the situation, certain women, and when I say certain women, I'm saying because you do gotta say that because a lot of women think they you talking about them person, but oh, you no, gotta no, think no. about this. 300 men Americans yeah. in this country, so you got it's a, the average. You know what I'm saying? You got average. You got you. Got, you still got your rarity. That happens in life. It's certain women that 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 that, that leech off of that. Like, oh, you give me bread, and all I gotta do is suck your dick every once in a while. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But they don't understand. Like, okay, what is that doing for you? Yeah. You know, from a personal being, then you got the middle nigga. The nigga that's gonna handle his responsibility. Well balanced. Yeah, well balanced. He's not too much attractive to you at the moment because everything don't come with him. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker is more thought provoking. Like I say, for instance, a lot of the niggas that's responsible ain't gonna spend certain type of money on you because he's expecting you to be a certain type of way as well. If I bring some table, you bring some to the table. A lot of women don't bring shit to the table. Right or wrong? Right. Okay. Then you got the roast niggas. The roast niggas is the niggas that when we was in college, them motherfuckers ain't do shit but smoke weed all day and fuck with the smart bitches. And the smart bitches wasn't getting attention and they was fucking with them because they was giving them attention. They live, they grew up. <laughs> they grew up and they still doing the same shit, just looking for bitches they can roach off of. So, what that does is it makes it harder for the other people Either which level you at yeah. to date, it makes it harder for women to date because you got this nigga that's dealing with these roach bitches as well, and they got trust issues and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They still hurting. They don't want to give you they all and things of that nature because they hurting. Trauma, X, Y, and Z, just like you have trauma. So, at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> not just you, I'm just saying oh, women in general. Right yeah, my man. I'm just talking to you because you're a woman. Um, so, I think when it comes to dating nowadays, when people in general, like in all seriousness, people in general right now are so worried about the thing, the, the thing that they don't need to be worried about more than things that they need to. Okay, how does somebody treat me? What's their relationship with their mother? Um, like, I think, what's your relationship with your mother and your pops? You know what I'm saying? That plays a part. Um, what's your future goals? Like, what do you bring to the table? Plan. You know, let's plan. What are you looking for? That's a question that we don't ask a lot. And when you do ask a lot, a lot of times people don't accept the answer that they receive. If a nigga sit here and tell you, hey, I'm just trying to fuck, accept that and move on. If a nigga tell you I'm looking for a relationship, accept that and move on. If a nigga just said, bro, I'm just out here, accept that and move on. And when I say that, I'm saying a lot of times miscommunication. You want a nigga to be something that you want him to be and he's just not that. Mm. And we don't know how to, well, women don't know how to accept it. So, in my opinion, when it comes to dating nowadays, I feel like if you're dating because you're trying to build, 
date people who are trying to build. If they tell you that they're not trying to build, kick the you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all good. Cool. If you dating to just fuck, date to fuck. Date with people who are just trying to fuck. That way you don't have heartbreak and things of that nature. It's a balance. It's just communication, in my opinion. I feel like there's a whole bunch of miscommunication. I don't feel like... I just don't feel like right now... I feel like the city girl shit is fucking everything up, to be honest with you. Am I lying? No, I really feel it's because you gotta understand how many women really believe in this. It's before that too, bro. And the women that's preaching this shit ain't even living that shit. But it's it's way before that too. Remember what? Uh, who was that? Scrubs. Is it because you sitting in the passenger seat, motherfucker? What if I ain't want a job that day? (laughs) Bitch, you in the passenger seat? What the fuck? What if I want a job? What if I got to a fucking car wreck and I ain't I couldn't drive? Why I gotta sit? Why you can't talk to me because I'm in the passenger seat? So the folks city girl, this is twenty years ago. They had that same mentality. Now we talking about right, you see it right now. Okay, yeah. How many women right now? Is, now for real, how many women? How many women do we come across on a daily basis who believe in what the fuck the city girls and Megan the Stallion the same? They want a Birkin bag and shit. They want a nigga to buy them all. You can't even buy yourself a Birkin bag. Bitch, you, you got no furniture in your house. Not every women, but you know. I just mean, you got roaches and shit in your house. But the thing is. The thing is, I feel like women are so, uh, at this point, are so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Women right now are so naive mm. that they believe anything that the city girls are. Like, I, I have a cousin, and I love my cousin to death. I hope she hears this. I hope she don't hear this. Matter of fact, I hope you do hear this. But she believes that a man, when you go to the to the club, you supposed to buy her a drink. Oh fuck that! You supposed to buy her shit, sugar daddy, the whole nine. And that mindset is gonna put you in a fucked up state because now at this point you are a woman. You supposed to stand on your own too. When we come to when men and women come together, we become one. In general, so I bring something to the table, you bring something to the table. When has it ever been cool to be taken care of? To the to the extent to where you can't take care of yourself. That's all I'm saying. It's fucked up out here because these women believe in the lies that these other women are saying and these bitches ain't even living the same life that they preaching to your ass. Ain't nobody ever questioned that. Megan the Stallion talking about hot girl season summer and she got a nigga. JT showing you she got a nigga. <laughs> and she bound to die about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, young Miami got a nigga that's taking care of her. So what the fuck is y'all talking about? Not taking care of her, but she, she doing the same shit for him. Y'all being lied to and women believing the bullshit that they being priests about. Am I lying? Nah, because you, you got those t- JT, young Miami, and Megan... Got girls driving U-Haul trucks and living in U-Haul trucks for All-Star Weekend. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why. Ladies, y'all have a question? I know y'all got some statements. I know y'all got some comments. It's a, it's, you got space right here. What happened to got, the strong... Nah, comments. for real. Listen, really be... What happened to the strong black women? For real. Like, for real. What happened? What the fuck happened? 
Well, no. Well, they don't have their own stuff. They just want a guy. A guy. They're probably used to the, a guy taking care of them. You can't just be like, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that. Like, it's not no city girl mentality. I don't even follow that shit. Like, nobody really listens to that. Like, unless you're some materialistic female. If you're talking about a regular female. Well, we're not like, saying y'all. Like, I know, but you just saying women, women this, everybody. Well, okay, no, well, well, I'm not. Be you don't have to. Well, I'm not, see. That's why I said it's three type of niggas, right? I'm not saying. That's not the only one. It's like six types of niggas. It's so many different types of niggas that these, that women come from. Well, a lot. And you just put it into three. Well, hold on, listen to me. A lot of them fall into that same, uh, goddamn So what's the other three then? I do too. So, can my thing is okay, okay, because when we asking, if, can you say that? Okay, you said it's six, but do any of the other three kind of last in the uh, the three that he was talking about? Okay, say it three again. I feel like you was so like, huh? I was very vague. Yeah, I was vague because nigga, we know these niggas. We can identify them just by being around them. But shit, um. <laughs> I said it's the it's the the the, the scamming baller nigga that's just gonna throw some bread at you, you shut your ass up, you suck a little dick here once in a while, and we cool. <laughs> then you got the responsible nigga, right? The nigga that go to work every day, or he an entrepreneur, he handles business, he's respectful to women. He got his own spot. He got his own shit, the whole nine. He ain't got to use no CPNs. He ain't got to do nothing. Excuse me. He ain't got to do none of this. He blue shit. collar. Yeah, he doing it. He's doing it the the the, the right way. Then you got the roach ass nigga. You got the roach ass nigga that probably still stay with their parents or they live off a woman or off a woman. Can't you know what I'm saying? Provide for themselves or the woman. What about the one who got a normal job, regular regular I just said person, responsible, but nigga. doesn't treat women. Money, you know you throwing out subcategories and no, shit. No, because you just said the regular person, the regular person that does treat women right, women right. What about the ones that don't? That's a subcategory. That's in the same. You just name no, what type of nigga, but you're not naming how they treat the women. Like, how does the guy that okay, because we didn't together, is he treating the well, women? Well, right, like, is he looking to settle down? <laughs> like, you, know, you have to be specific. No, no, no. Because you, you have people that make a lot of money who treat women right. Yeah, you got no, to know I'm, how to treat women that make a lot of money and this is that. Okay, but that all falls in these categories. It's just all about which one are you fucking Okay, so, you, so your category is the I'm just saying the type of nigga. We ain't winning deep in depth into yeah, yeah, deep, yeah. the nigga so that. three categories are the one who makes money, the one who got a regular job, and the one who broke his fuck. Those are your three categories. Yeah. Financially, yeah. Financially. Because really, that's because that's really, in a lot of women's eyes, that's the only thing that really matters. Am I right or wrong? Right. Am I right or wrong? But low key is really the ultimate though, because if a one if a woman thinks a man is attractive, but this nigga's a broke ass motherfucker, she not even gonna try to take the time and day to even look at him. So that falls in that category. That's not true. But I'm just saying. That's not true because a lot of women find themselves in those type of situations because they're trying to help him. And guess what happened? They try to build a man. Yeah. 
but what happens is that a man he's gonna be with you. It's like he's gonna be what he's gonna be. We talked about mm-hmm. we talked about NBA young boy earlier. Yeah, he's young. But the motherfucker got now eight kids. You can't try to change in NBA young boy. You know what you're getting yourself into. You know what I mean? But not don't have no plan. Don't have nothing going for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you try to find and you try to build that person up, and that person's really not trying to be motivated enough to even have the nine to five. Not trying to have a plan. So money plays a huge part when it comes to who y'all find attractive. You know what I'm saying? So that's I think that's why he's saying there's three categories when it comes to that because everything else falls in different yeah, categories. We ain't, we ain't. Because you're not gonna you're not really gonna try to pay your attention to somebody that you really don't find attractive and that's really financial if he's not financially stable if he don't have a plan that's that's what i think that's what nah, he's saying i ain't gonna lie to you it's some women yeah. that, that that don't really give a fuck but what's the percentage of that i mean yeah but the, the, what i'm what i'm what i'm more saying is when it comes to women the, before you even find out about what this nigga own if this nigga beat bitches if he do anything, you thinking like, all right, what kind of nigga? These are the three types of niggas that's out here. Now, when we start talking about a hey, the regular nigga that beat bitches, that's some regular. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother conversation. But we just saying as far as just dating wise, all right, how hard is it to date out here? It's difficult from a man's perspective because you got a lot of things that you going up against. And you just a regular nigga. Or you just like trying to be who you are at the end of the day. If a lot of niggas try to holler at certain women, like it's not going to go how they want to because there's so many standards and things of that nature. Well, not even standards because you're supposed to have high standards. But it's a lot of unnecessary bullshit that we got to deal with when it comes to women nowadays. Now, it might be what you're looking at or who you're talking to. But it's still there at the end of the day. That's why I say it's difficult for for anybody to date nowadays because of, because of these factors. If that makes sense. Well, I'm gonna say this too, bro. Because wait, what, what you huffing and puffing for? I just don't agree. Say why you don't think, agree, then. I think it's harder for women. Huh? I think it's harder for women. Why you say that? Because you have a lot of people. A, a lot Somebody of people. Somebody in the ass. Okay. You have a lot of niggas out there who just do good women dirty. Okay. Do you nine times out of ten know that this nigga ain't shit before you start fucking with him? Not always. You do. No. Yes, you do. No. I wouldn't agree. From personal. You see the signs before it happens. You just don't want to believe him. You know when a nigga ain't shit. Oh, you want us to judge a book by his cover? I mean, you do it in any other We all do it. We all judge a book by his cover, technically. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I, that's what I always said, too, when I, we talked about the five um, things. It's like, in order for you to get to know somebody, the insides and how they are personally, you first got to find that person physically attractive. Before you get to even want to approach that person or that you want that person to approach you. Because you're going to look from the outside first and then the inside. It's like looking at a car. If you're on the street, you see a nice-ass car. Oh, my God. That drop-top 78 Impala, blah, 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 blah. On the outside, it looks great. Rims nice. Painted good. 
You getting that shit, it's a cockroach in the back of the seat. You don't even know it. You're like, oh, damn, what the fuck? What's, what's wrong with your interior? Because you saw it from the outside first because you thought it looked good initially. That's the same thing. But you're talking about from the moment you get to the five, the five things was about overall. Not from right. the initial moment that you meet somebody. Right, but some, but I'm saying all, but like we, technically but we all just. See, that's a bitch. I hate that women do this shit. Y'all know, y'all have women's intuition. I believe in that 100 fucking cent. Y'all be knowing. So you can't ignore what the fuck you know at the end of the day. Am I right or wrong? You know what y'all do. Y'all know when a nigga. Come on, I want to say. Y'all niggas know when a nigga cheating. <laughs> y'all know when a nigga is, 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 is ain't where they supposed to be at. Y'all know when a nigga ain't feeling shit. How the fuck you don't know when a nigga ain't buy shit? That's yeah. what I'm trying to understand. You know, because if you have a connection with somebody, you be like, okay, maybe I can, maybe something can come out. Maybe of you can fix that person. There's plenty of instances where girls and then you didn't got them and the dude and wanted to be better and he didn't level up in because that girl was behind him and or on the side of him where they're, you know. So you don't know when a, when a nigga can really uh, achieve yeah, that? Yeah, I, mean, I can spot bullshit from a while away, but I'm saying ugly niggas are better. It's a you said ugly niggas married. Yeah, and, and got girlfriends, people that you wouldn't even think. Like, I'm, it's ugly females that got dudes. And I'm like, damn, how the hell she got a nigga? I ain't got a nigga. Like, you know, you wanna, but it's just like that connection too. So I mean, you can't just say, y'all may go off on looks. That's just y'all, but other people, everybody different. Well, now that's the kill, ladies. Oh, what was your? Looks one of the first one you. He said loyalty. Okay, cool. Yeah. See, that's Oh, when I say looks, I get bashed and criticized. No, no I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm, no, I'm keeping real. The reason why I stopped going off of looks is I met so many bad motherfuckers that was fucked up. I swear to God, it's the mo- majority of women that you look at that be Instagram models and shit like that. Them bitches be fucked up. They, they got the ugliest personalities. You can't talk to these bitches. A lot of them hoes don't smile because their teeth fucked up. It's a whole bunch of shit. So but remember, no, no, it's not. No, 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 stop. I don't say it because of that. I say the importance because before we before we approach women, if we out somewhere, the first thing we see is looks. So before you even want to approach that person, you ain't like, never, okay, let me ask you, have you ever looked at a female and be like, damn, she got some potential like a motherfucker? But I gotta think she's attractive to me physically. I'm not saying she got to be the man, best I, used, thing I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I used to call, I, when I was in college, I used to look at her, look at females. And <laughs> <laughs> I used to look at females and like, instead of calling them by their name, I'd call them like potential number one, potential number two. For real, because I'd be like, damn, if she just changed this about her, she would probably be like the finest motherfucker walking. Yeah, but it's my thing. For real. So, this is my thing for me. I'm not the guy that's gonna okay. If I see a girl that's just drop dead fucking gorgeous, every guy in that room is trying to post her. I'm not doing that shit because in every room there's always somebody as a sleeper, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? So before we approach a woman, we're going to go off of looks wherever we out. Oh my gosh, she look good. Let me go buy her a drink. But let me have a conversation with her. You we, buy drinks? Uh, I'm not about drinking before. Nah, it probably was me. I don't. Buy I mean, I bought, I bought a drink for. Nah, I bought a drink for women before. Yeah. I don't buy drinks. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Conversation. You be like, hey, you want to buy? You want to get a drink? You know I what I'm saying? Buy drinks. I feel like that's a uh, a tactic that women use to get over on niggas. 
No, but okay. You get drunk on my dime. No, no, no. This is my thing. No, no, no. No, what I'm saying is that. Huh? Yeah, that's my girl. Oh, okay. Not if we, she wasn't my girl. No, nah, hell no. Nah. Well, first of all, my girl is not going out. Okay, Rudy, I'm asking a question. Not with me. Okay, first date. Who paid for the first date? Huh? The very first date, who I paid? Did. Okay. So you pay for something right there? Nah, but I'm saying I'm not paying for drinks. Let's say this. Let's say Vince, we out at the club and I see something that I like. I'm not going to buy her a drink. I'm going to go over there and talk to her. If she ain't feeling me, she ain't right. feeling me. Right. Hey, that's all I'm saying. Is that if. Hey, listen. Fuck all the. Hey, nigga, stop buying drinks for these girls. They trying to get drunk off of your dumb ass. They gonna get, you going to pay $50 thinking that you about to talk to this bitch and she about to choke deuce to your ass and go to her nigga. I'm the type of nigga, my girl would be like, hey, I'm about to go out. Like, shit, score business. And she'll be like, well, I'm about to make certain niggas buy me drinks. Go ahead. Bring your ass home. But this is my thing. Initially, my thing is conversation-wise, conversation-wise, I'm going to go for that. But if if I don't feel like there's, like, no conversation connection or something like that, I'm not going to go my way to buy a drink. That's not my first thing. It's niggas out there that would literally say, hey, you want a drink? No, I'm not drink. Hey, I'll get a drink and so do so your ass. You got to have a, you got to. She texting her nigga the whole time. You about to get this bitch drunk to go back to her nigga. You crazy as hell. Huh? Or her sneaky link or whatever the fuck y'all be calling that shit. Huh? That's great for them. I'm not buying nobody no damn drink. You're not taking advantage of me. But if I'm going to say, though, too. This, but but if I'm going to say, too, the reason why I brought this that question because I feel like when you said your point about how it's different, like communication and all that, I say for me the reason why I'm going to say it really don't suck, per se, to Dana's generation because I feel like, personally, it comes down to discipline. And back in the day... There wasn't a lot of distractions as it is now. So what we got right now in 2021 is we got social media. What happens is that your discipline has to be strong as hell if you want to date because you have access to everyone 24/7. Because whoever you talk to, like if you're a man, you talk to a girl, vice versa. The last person they might see might not be you because they're going to go on Instagram, they're going to scroll, they got dating apps, all this other shit. So there's it's, it's, the access is different. So the discipline got to be at an all-time high. And if you don't, if you know yourself and you don't, and you know you don't really have strong discipline and you really find somebody attractive or you want to date that person, delete the apps. Huge sacrifice. If you don't have the discipline, delete everything. And then I'm going to say this too. Well, now you, I, see, I think that's more of a, a controlling thing because, like, we human at the end of the day. Like, I'd be crazy as shit if I like. I know my girl go on Instagram and see some shit that she like. Cause I know damn well when I get on Instagram, I might see some shit that I like. You have to trust the fact that I, right, she's human, I'm human, but at the end of the day, it's us. Yeah. I know that she ain't looking for nothing else, and I ain't looking for nothing else. But it's, you know what I'm saying? And it's still discipline though, because yeah, yeah, it's it's you can still like your pictures, but, but it's it's trust discipline. No, I, I just think necessarily is that when I say when I say discipline, it comes down to if you know you you really can't control yourself like that, and you get on Instagram, you get on these dating That's apps. That's called trust, right? You know what I'm saying? But there's people that has cheated in their relationships due to 
this era too because of what was happening. You know what I'm saying? The social media and all these other things. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a it's a different ball. Uh-uh. Okay. So that's it's a whole other era. That's why I say it's to me. I feel like because everybody's it's, everything's accessible. So that's why I say for me personally, it's the it's the different type of area we living in. I don't say it sucks. I just think that times just change and you gotta adapt to it. Yeah. Because in your relationship, hold on, hold on, pause. I got a piece. But I'm gonna get my point out too. Though I'm gonna say it to the people that's even listening though, because because my thing is this: when I say discipline, it's more so of not trust. It's more so like, hey, if you know yourself personally, that you know that you're not going to cheat. You, if you know you're not a cheat out there, then fuck it. You don't need to delete the shit. Because when I've dated, I've had social media. I've had it. I didn't delete it. Now, did I get rid of dating apps? Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But because I didn't want to put myself in that position to even think of another person. In that way. You know what I'm saying? In, a, in that sense. So it's more so of, all right, you out there, 2021, the era. Because I think, Lauren, you told me that you said it was worse. You said it was harder back then than it was. No, you said it was harder. No, yeah, it's harder back then than it was now. Because back then, you could date. It was more, you could be more, because you're not seeing that person. Because yeah, the access was different. Now it's easy to date because nowadays you ask, you have access you have, you have access to everyone. But I want to say, I said, you have access to more people. Like you can meet somebody who lives halfway across the world easy. But it's the because of social media, it has changed people's perspectives off of what is reality. I'm gonna give a perfect example. Perfect example. She right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a perfect example. Let's say you're on a date now. And you swipe on a person that you feel like that's attracted to you. You find that person, oh my God, this person look good, gorgeous, whatever. You're having a conversation. It's going well. Two hours later, you find somebody that you find attractive. And you're like, oh my gosh, we both the same zodiac signs. Oh my gosh, we both have this. You know what I'm saying? Now, you just totally forgot about that person you talked to two hours later. Then now you got this person that you find a check. No, not, so it's like a race. I think y'all, I think even when it comes to, to dating apps, I feel like the dating apps are the fucking devil, to be honest with you. It takes away from, it takes away from the initial feeling of just meeting somebody and like talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, when the last time that y'all niggas actually went outside and like looked for females and like to talk? You feel me? I try like to. that takes away from when you start. I feel like when it comes to, uh-huh. I try. It was called Sunday Fun Day. I mean, but shit, just go to the fucking grocery store and you see something you like. And hey, how you doing? What did I said you last night, Lauren. I said it's everybody want that old school fashion of like you said grocery store, all that shit. But like we said, times has changed. No, no, no. You you allowing it to change. For me, I want. I, I, oh, I'm not saying you. I'm just yo. saying in general. Like, if you not, bro, like, what the fuck y'all going to the club for? If that's the case, y'all niggas just standing outside just to look good and shit and take pictures. Man, there's women out here that's begging for you to say something. It's women that, bro, like y'all. You would be surprised how many women that I talk to that say like, damn, like, 
I can't tell you the last time I actually was called beautiful in person. Women get shocked when I be holding it, when I when I like let them when I you know how you walk on the sidewalk? You gotta in the in You the gotta let you gotta you gotta when walk. I, when I yeah. say, hey, get on this side, they be like, Oh yeah. God, thank you. That that doesn't happen anymore. Exactly. So that's why people say, uh, what is it? Chivalry is dead. Yeah, yeah. it is. No, chivalry is dead. Y'all niggas don't do it. Y'all niggas put your fucking phones down and go outside and talk to somebody. It's just that simple, dog. Bonnet. Stop depending on Hinge, uh, goddamn, what's all this other shit? Tender. all that shit. Man, it's no easy way out of this shit. Go and talk to somebody. Like when the last time like I don't even know if kids know how to spit game anymore. <laughs> like do you know like we really had to sit back and think like damn how I'm gonna talk to this girl. Mm-hmm. Now y'all niggas think about what I'm gonna type and you got your whole strategy there. Like damn. nah You be nervous typing nigga. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, like no bro. Yeah, yeah. Like for real. I bro, that's where the problem lies, bro. The Connection, like she was saying, just a minute ago, the connection ain't there no more because you're doing it through fucking internet. Like, yeah. that's not it. It's not it. Nah, for real. No, but that's, it, but that's, why I say, that's why I say, even what you was just saying, when you were saying, like, how do you know if an individual is the way that they are? Nigga, talk to him. you gonna be able to pick up some, some weird shit about a motherfucker. I swear to God, you will. That's the issue right now. Motherfuckers is depending on Instagram and social media in general to talk to somebody and not actually getting to know someone. You can sit down and have a... Man, look, bro. You can really go to the park and meet a woman right now. I don't give a fuck what you look like. If you go over there and you actually talk to her, I'm sure you can get a number because ain't nobody doing that shit no more. Nobody's walking up to a young lady and saying, hey, how you doing? My name is da 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 You look amazing today. I just wanted to let you know that. Like, what's your name? Is that fucking simple, bro? But sometimes, too, it is that simple. Sometimes women look at you like, fuck them. You win some? See that? Here we go. Here we go. That's why niggas scared to fight nowadays. Why niggas is shooting this shit? No, we are. Is is that it? Why are we so scared of rejection? Why are we scared to hear no? That's why it's dead because niggas are scared to get rejected, so that we don't even see it to reject it. Here, but here's the question: Why are niggas scared of the no? Stop being fucking scared. Get your ass up. Get yourself right, and start approaching people. That's why networking is at a whole. Oh man, the niggas are really networking is winning. If you haven't noticed that shit, yeah. It's what? The niggas is networking are winning. Why can't you go to a woman and ask what the fuck is her name and ask for yeah. her number? Why what is so hard events? about that, bro? No, networking events is at an all-time high now. That's why they do like that shit. Like every time in journalism, it's always like. But it all plays. It's, it all. Blends into each other. That's why niggas is dying every day. Niggas is scared to kiss and fades and taking ills. Why are you scared to hear a f- female tell you no? Yeah. Seriously. Like, I, I'm, I'm keeping real with you. And I, I'm saying this so y'all can understand that I'm not the type of nigga that's going to sit here and tell you some shit that I'm not living. When I, I grabbed my woman off a of FaceTime call, I seen her with her homegirl. And I said, hey, you, I want you. 
What's your name? It's been over since then. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas need to get out of this, this scared shit, this fear of rejection. Why are you scared to be rejected? It's okay, bro. All it's going to do is make you better. And that's why, bro, I appreciate the, the conference I go to every year, NABJ, because NABJ has two things in that conference that last all week that I don't that I appreciate more that's not here where I live. It's, it's, it's we talk about chivalry, like the conversation and shit, like the networking, and people actually like to dance. So I pre I the more I go to NBJ every year, the more I appreciate it, dog, because it's number successful, professional black people, men and women. Everybody have a conversation. I'm gonna tell you how easy conversation is out there. No, we all we all in the same field in a sense. Somebody's mm-hmm. in producing, somebody's in camp photography, videography, talk, radio, whatever. Dog, you see somebody on the elevator. I had a pro I remember one time a girl, she was living, she was a big time person in Milwaukee. Was same we was in the same age. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Akil. Oh, what are you doing? Okay, nice, blah, blah, blah. What do you do? Easy like that. What are we trying to speak? But just the conversation is so it's like, dog, why we can't get that shit here? Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, it's two things bro. I appreciate. Yeah. That's why. That's why I'm like, dog, this shit is so. That's why I wish it was still here this year because of COVID and have virtual. I'm like, man, y'all, will, I would want y'all to go to that because it's like, man, you will see a whole dynamic, dog. Like, you be like, damn, people really still dance, man. Yeah, nigga, like I, people still do this shit. I agree with you because when I was a kid, like when I was in high school and shit, my mom she worked for Shell and she worked with uh, Shell used to be a sponsor for uh, for um, the New Lights for the uh, the Urban League, and we used to go to like the uh, we used to go to the conferences, the youth conferences every year. Every time they had a national conference, we used to go to it and. What it would do is you it will force you to start networking with kids from other parts of the cities. I mean not parts of the city, but parts of the world. Motherfuckers would be from everywhere. I still got friends from this day from these conferences. And what it forced you to do is it forced you to network amongst people that you never met before. Network. Uh shit, even the girls. Dealing with certain girls like man, look, I used to get it popping. We couldn't wait. To the conferences because we knew it was gonna be different girls. Yeah. Let me how you know what I'm saying? Like, when's the last time that y'all seen some shit? This, I don't feel like the youth really understands that. Like, yeah. And, I, and we was going to that when MySpace and Facebook was was a thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's up with the kids nowadays? I think it's our fault the fact that we didn't show them how to. Speak game, how to address a woman, how to like shivery. You talking about shivery? Hey, how you doing? Like just what I just what we did. Just hey, what's your name? Yeah. Kids are scared of rejection, and a part of it is our fault. Right. At the end of the day, you know. It is. We got to get off these fucking apps and shit, and get out there and start talking to women, and 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 and. Making them feel like women yeah. again. You go? Yeah, Damn, you just got here. I should Okay. She was bored. Hey, yeah, she could have Uber Eats. Now I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm just playing. Hey, okay, before you leave, before you leave, how you feel about it? do do men actually approach you now? Sid? Um, if I go out, it's like if I go to the club or something like that, somebody will approach me. But, but no, well, like the right way. What about you? How how would you want to be met? Church? That's what you want to be your post? I'm just saying, where else? What other place? How do you get approached? Well, I'm asking you, what, 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 what would you want to be approached? Huh? Where would you want to be approached? Where would I want to be approached? I don't really go nowhere. You know, I'd be in the house. So if I go to the grocery store, if I see if somebody at the grocery store, if they approach me and they, I don't know, I guess they look decent. I've had people like approach me at the grocery store, but nobody works. What what you think? I heard you say you met your girl live or something. Oh, I was on, I was on live with one of her friends, and I seen it, and it was just. Well, nah, I just I want you. And then what? And then shit, I got her. <laughs> That's how you want your daughter to be got. Like, huh? It was kind of like love at first sight. I'm saying it in a way, but it was like I knew that it was something about her that I. You said you want her, then what? Like what you do? You text her, y'all. Yeah. Her what I, what I did was no. What I did was I actually approached her on live, found the Instagram, asked for a number, and then it was over. From there. I asked her for first date. Our first date was going bowling, and after that it was. That was it. But I went for mine. I ain't yeah. depending on Tinder or none of that shit. You're saying there was some type of an approach. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a disrespectful approach. It was, I feel like if you admire a woman, not from a sexual standpoint, but just like your spirit. I'm a spiritual person. So if I feel like, damn, hold on, your spirit is, I need to be with you. You are my chosen woman. And that's what it was. Niggas be scared. Stop being scared. Stop being pussy. I just feel like if a guy really comes to me, I have a guy come to me and like really like, yeah, I wanna talk to you. And I'm like, okay, cool. I gave him my number. We probably talk for a little bit, but you know, maybe something ain't work out, but just saying. That's cool. I met my ex at a wedding. That was nice. I mean, but I mean it's regular. I mean when I say regular, I mean I'm it's just a natural st- uh, standpoint rather than I'm going through Tinder. I, I see on Instagram your pieces look square business. So do you think Instagram is a dating app? Damn near. My nigga. My nigga. People use it in different ways though. People use it in different ways. I mean it can be for some people but it's not a dating app. No it's not but I'm uh, my nigga. Come on. Let's okay. Keep okay. okay. Okay, yeah. if, we, if we get in that technical, every social media app is a day now. You could, you, could meet, you can meet your loved one on LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yes, you oh, can. Man. You message somebody on LinkedIn. You can well, message them. Like, hey, I that's what I'm saying. Man. So if, technically, <laughs> by that, <laughs> eBay. <laughs> oh, they selling me. Hey, uh, eBay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know if I if I want to if I want to meet you on offer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah. Nah. I'm sorry you had to go so soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Joe Button Podcast. That was that was uh, a kill's love. Joe Button's podcast. Oh, now you want to change the subject? What? We was done with the. Sh- we, was, we 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 got everything out the way. You got to pick one, dog. What you mean? Yeah, man, you do. Man. Pick one. Who who else? No. <laughs> no. 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 She can bless how she want. I wish I could see the room right now. Lauren looks fine in the motherfucker right now. Hey. I hope shit we don't see this shit. Let me read her live. You're going to get her. Because now she told her boyfriend about the podcast. Now he listened. I'm going to keep it real with you. Right, she, you, you like 3,000 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No. He, he don't have to know. He don't have to know. No, man. No. The kid, what's up, G? That's Bro, and that's why I can My nigga got options. Not this option. I don't have that option. Oh, okay. Ooh, it. I don't have. I don't know. We are cool. We are cool. Who's lying? Who's lying? What the hell? What is a. Lauren, what do our conversations consist of every day? Y'all talk every day? My nigga, we're cool. Wait, we can have we can't have girl best friends that y'all think is attractive? Talk okay, that's a conversation. That's a conversation. Now you have a female friend that's attractive. We are literally friends like that and that's the Okay, that's if Lauren if Lauren was to That's mind blowing. Right, if she was to let you hit right now, would you hit? No! Wait, no, Lauren! No, 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 no. Okay, Lauren. Okay, before we get to it, do you want me to get real, real honest on this podcast? Exactly. Because I'm, I can say this shit off the air. If you say right now, I, I didn't say, ask you to do all that. I okay, asked you yesterday. That's why I said no. So you telling me no. The way I look at it, I said, listen to me. Listen. Oh my God. The way that this woman looks right now. You would not fuck right no. now. No. If she was to let you fuck right now. No. That's the funny thing about it. Because. It's getting real close to me to say right, real right, shit. Right. And I don't want to go there because Please that's right. business. So I'm not going to do that. So when you asking right now, no. Because y'all looking at it from the outside looking in. I literally had a conversation with somebody that said, we talked about um, a guy brought up Lori Harvey Some with the whole Steve Harvey situation. Because they was like, dog, if you was best friends with Lori Harvey, would you hit? I said, if I knew Lori Harvey personally, we grew up together. I don't look at her the same way as people on the outside do. Y'all niggas so, ain't grew up together. Yeah, okay, so me and Lloyd knew each other for t- so we be knew each other for two years. <laughs> oh, two years, huh? That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, so I'm twenty. Rudy, I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question. What? Don't ask me no question. If, if you, if you didn't think Lauren was attractive, would you still have the same notes that you have in these last few months? Man, you. I'm not asking that, that question. But you asking me? I can't answer that question. I'm just saying though, if you didn't think Law was that attractive, would you still have that same push? Like, man, y'all should do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not answering. I'm, I'm asking for you. No, you wouldn't. How you gonna tell me what the fuck? Because I wouldn't answer that. Because you you knew my uh, you knew other homegirls. I, I had. know you though. Okay, me and Law is not on that level. 
No. And I don't want to put business out there on, on, on audio and video. You ain't got to. Exactly. So when you're asking me right now, no. 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 Never not going to happen. Why are you looking at me like that? It's never going to happen. I can say real shit off. We, we can get real off the air. Off the air, we get real. Yeah, because it's gonna be like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Like, nah. Okay, what about old girl? Yeah, I, yeah, that's different. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> it's different. I'm so glad I'm in a relationship, dog. This shit's so motherfucking. You said me too. Motherfucker, motherfucker, look three thousand miles away. Is there, is there next topic? Why does it matter? Yo, Why the okay. fuck does it matter? Huh? Oh, yes, another topic. Yo. Oh, shit. You said what? We ain't, I ain't say nothing that was okay, I'm sorry. The liquor just getting to me now. I know it's getting to you. Not because he influencing them too. So what he's saying, like, damn, Miles knew. Miles was like, nigga. I'm going to say real shit off the air. I'm not tripping. It's off the air. No, the audio's still going. Oh. So, no. No. Okay. This is, yeah, this, is uh, this is him. This is him. This is Rudy. I, I don't bring you up. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Huh? I like fucking with y'all. No, but you're not the only one. But it gets brought up all the time. And me and Kill's answer don't change. It's never gonna change. Oh, so I'm not the only one? Oh, yeah, it's going down. No, it ain't. So Sooner or later, it's up. What does that have to do with this? Because, but you know what it is, though? Because they, they, people see, when they see chemistry, and they think like, oh shit, X, Y, and they I know, no, nah, it's, it's the fact that you motherfuckers is ignoring what the fuck is going on. Ignoring what? Ignoring what? Okay. Am I, am I tripping? No. Okay. Right. But they don't, but. Can we run to the next topic real yes, quick? please. Thank you. Joe Budden Podcast. Oh, it's on? Yes, yeah, like it's on. Okay, my bad Monday. Oh, no, no, I, I, I'm gonna be rushing us. My stomach's starting to talk to me, man. See, me too, nigga. <laughs> Alright, I'm so, sorry. The look is getting to me. That's all. So, Highway Vodka. <laughs> six times the steel. <laughs> Hemp seed. Hemp seed, goddammit. Shout out my nigga Christian, bro. I love you to death. Come on, what's your name, Cody? But nah. And Cody. I haven't met Cody, but I'm sure she's a fine again. lady. We can do like a. Uh, we supposed to get have lunch or something like that. Yo. You know, we are couples. So you start having a couple. <laughs> Yeah, like, couple brunches. But nah, so basically, this is something that you want to talk about because yeah. I did my research on this shit. Because do you want me to explain or yeah, explain it for me because I, I I read it to it, but I don't really know. What okay, so first of all, I'm a Joe Budden podcast fan. I'm a fan of Joe Budden. I've always been a fan of Joe Budden, even in his rap career, just because how transparent he is. No matter how much of a narcissist he is, because shit, if you be honest, we all are narcissists at the end of the day. But, um, Joe Budden's podcast is broken up because of some miscommunications as far as uh, how the business is being ran. Uh, there's a guy named Rory that's on that podcast that um, came about on the podcast later on. In the development of it, and he stuck with it, you know, which is not an issue. He put in sweat equity, 
But he's not the owner of the podcast. It wasn't his idea to make. He didn't, from my understanding, he hasn't put any funds or anything in in, in general mm-hmm. uh, to to make the podcast do what it does. He just shows up whenever it's time to do it and, and leaves. Uh, Maul is on the podcast as well, but it seems like Joe Budden and Maul has have more of a personal um, relationship than him and Rory does. Um, part, the Joe Budden podcast was started off with uh, Marissa Mendez and Rosenberg from Hot 97. Really? Yeah. And when Joe felt like Rosenberg wasn't bringing more to the table, he cut him off. And then when Marissa, um, when he cut him off, that's when Rory came aboard. And when Marissa had some, he felt like Marissa had conflict of interest when it came to Drake. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember when Views came out, he had a whole rant about that. Yeah, and um, she felt like he felt like it was a conflict of interest between her and him, so he cut her off. So then that's when Maul came about, and ever since then they've been rocking. So now you get to this point after the Spotify deal, which was was groundbreaking in my opinion because it showed how much of a a, a real lane that podcasting was in. Um. After all of these things, now they go independent and they, they have a deal with Patreon. Rory wants to know about the business. Rory wants to know the books. They want to know why am I getting paid this much and you're getting paid. What are you getting paid? How no. much was the deal worth? X, Y, and Z. And Joe Budden is basically saying, well, look, people come to this podcast for me for the most part. That's true. Um, And you asking... To see certain things is unacceptable because who the fuck are you at the end of the day? That's really what he's saying. And he fired Rory <laughs> from the podcast. <laughs> on air. On air. Um, and I think Maul still can come around just because they have a personal relationship. But it seems like Maul is taking Rory's side as far as it. Oh. And um, I think the real question. I think. The real conversation is how far does loyalty go in business? Because in my opinion, when it comes to this Joe Budden uh, podcast situation, it seems like you know Joe has been very uh, courageous to these two gentlemen when it comes to business because. He's bringing these deals to the table. He's doing all for the. He did all for the culture. He did mm-hmm. all of these things to bring to build the, the Joe Budden podcast up to where it is. And a lot complex. of times, yeah, even with complex. But a lot of times, that podcast is uh, fueled by whatever controversy Joe Budden has, whether it's loving hip hop, whether it was all for the culture, or, or you know. Whether it was, you know, whatever it was, it was all fueled from whatever the fuck Joe Budden had going on. So, my question to you is, how far does loyalty go within business? And, and was he wrong for what he did? At first, I was 65, 35, 
Joe Budden 65 because at first I was thinking to myself, all right, I understand both sides. I understand where Joe's coming from. It's like, it's like, hey. Goddamn, money, man. <laughs> Highway Vodka. Six times is steel. <laughs> Nah, that shit would have felt. I ain't allowed to love. I ain't allowed. But I'd be like, damn. But nah. So Joe, I understand where he's coming from because it's his name. We only watch the Joe Button podcast because of him. He can have any other co-host, and the shit still move. Him and Joe Rogan is the same type of people. They can do their own shit, no matter who the co-host is, no matter who they got on the show. I understand where he's coming from. Like, yo, if y'all not putting in shit. Then why the fuck go. do I got to give y'all the details to the shit? Y'all not putting in nothing. Mm-hmm. Y'all just here. Y'all coming. And then once the shit is over, y'all just leave. Don't do nothing else. Right? So he looked like, yo, if I'm Roy and Maul, then I'm on this platform that's giving me a lot of eyes and ears. We should do our own shit or I should do my own shit too on the other side as well because people already know me because of this Joe Button podcast. So I understand that side with the 65 whip. With uh, Joe Budden. So when I was initially with 35% Roy and Ma, I was like, well, you know, I don't want to get fired on air. That's kind of embarrassing, you know? And it was like, damn, like, why you got to do this like that? But then I started to think about it. When you was talking about it, Ma, I said, damn. I'm 100% Joe Budden because it's like, okay, he'd be a narcissist. But they always said that some of the most successful people in this world had some asshole in them. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, let's get to sports, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, you're going to have some asshole in you, Tom Brady, it's going to happen because you want to be so great, Joe Budden is looking at his network like, yo, I'm just as good as the top podcast in Joe Rogan, that's how he's probably thinking like, yo, I feel like I have the best podcast, that's how he's thinking, so he's like, look, if y'all not bringing shit to the table, then why the fuck when you gonna ask me for a fucking contract detail and in the beginning I'm the one that brought you on. Yeah. I'm the one that introduced you to the world because without this Joe Budden podcast, motherfuckers wouldn't know who you are. And yeah. that's just facts. I didn't know who Roy and Ma was. Me being in Houston, people probably from the East probably knew who Ma was and so I don't know. But that's how he's looking at it. You know what I'm saying? So at first I was 65, 35. Now I'm 100% Joe Budden because it's like, yo, I understand from that perspective. So when it comes down to loyalty and business, yeah, you can keep, you can separate friends from business. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I always say like, yo, I have, I have friends. Am I going to have all my friends and can I host a business? Can I have a business and, and start a business and host a podcast with my friends? That's not going to happen no. with certain people. You got to have chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't going to have your homeboy from down the street on your podcast. Yeah. You got to have a certain chemistry. You got to have a certain hit. They got to bring something to the table that's going to hit. Because you're trying to start something not just for the short term, but for the long run. Yeah. Because podcasting is a long-term game. And I try to tell motherfuckers that all the time when they want to start a podcast. Is this shit is a long-term game. Joe Rogan, for example. Do you know how long Joe Rogan was doing his podcast before he got that Spotify deal? I don't know. 11 years. 11. Until he got that major deal. It took probably like 800 episodes before people really just knew about the podcast worldwide. He was probably one of the first people doing a podcast. Yeah. His original podcast was in 09 when he had cameras on like the corner walls. You had to look down and shit. Back the GoPro. (laughs) 
like that's how long the grind is. So I understand what Joe's coming from because he's taking this shit serious. You know what I'm saying? He's been on all for the culture. He started that shit. That shit went gone like quick as fuck. He was doing this shit with complex with academics. We're gonna get to him later. So he's looking at this shit it's like, yo, I can run some. I could run this shit. I have my own. T- I have my own network. So you got guys like Roy and Ma's like, yo, if I was Roy and Ma, I should start my up. own shit. I would start my own shit. I would take that to to catapult whatever the fuck I need to do. I would bring more to the table. Like even in this situation, I was doing my own podcast before I came on to uh, with with a kill. But at the end of the day, I knew that we more. I feel like we have a chemistry to where we can do a lot more than I can do by myself, and vice versa. Yeah. Um. But I understand that, you know, he started this. So if he came in and said, hey, look, I got to deal with, with Spotify, X, Y, and Z, I can't sit here and say, hey, what should I need ownership of X, Y, and Z? No, because that's not a discussion that we had beforehand. Well, we've had this, these discussions, but that's, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That, they, these are things that, that, that are transpiring. But if he said that right now, I can't sit here and be like, well, shit, how much it was. If he pays me what he pays me, he pays me what he pays me. I cannot be be mad about that. Yeah. So, you know, in this instance, of course, for me, is shit pay me what I'm worth, pay me what I bring to the table. Yeah. But in this instance, I feel like shit. From my understanding, they getting paid more than what they worth. Mm. I wouldn't say that. But that's what happens when egos <laughs> and shit. Yep. Egos, 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 egos. Egos is the devil's playground. I mean, they say idle mind is the devil's playground, but I feel like egos is. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But think about it, though. Let's say Roy and Maul started their own podcast. It's not going to do shit. It wouldn't do really nothing. First few episodes, Mike, simply because people want to know what they're going to talk about. Yeah, nah, right. after that, it's over. Look I at the first two. Podcasts. Look at Marissa Mendez. I don't know who the fuck she I is. Know that, is. <laughs> that was the original girl that was on Joe Budden podcast. And that's the thing because it's like with Joe Budden, dog, I don't think niggas understand the level of success and the level of impact that Joe Budden has <laughs> with this podcast. He has well, no, that not, that, not only that, you got to understand, Joe Budden really started this vlog and shit. Yeah. The reality TV shit. That's why you had Joe and Tahiri. On his on his uh, YouTube page, people went on you. Yeah, Soldier Boy came on YouTube, but he started the reality TV aspect of of YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So like, we're talking about somebody who's who's always been ahead of the curve when it came to um, social media, just the internet in general. Yeah. So it comes with a lot of stuff, and we're not talking about a slouch MC at all either. He's yeah. he got some classic projects that may not be worldwide classics, but when it comes to his to just cult, yeah, when it comes to his cult following, the move music records was crazy. The nigga made Pump It Up. I don't give a fuck what you say, but you was listening to Pump It Up. Nigga, that was a, came out. Bro, that's arguably the greatest song to ever come on Madden. Ever. No bullshit. Madden no foe. Perfect fit. You know what I'm saying? So it made it made sense. I know we. I forgot we had one more, but it's not gonna be that long. Tim, probably ten minutes left. Probably ten minutes left. I think there's a such, I think there's a such thing as head ass jobs that was powered and boosted by social media. 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna name five head ass jobs. They existed before Instagram and shit, but these jobs was powered and boosted to a whole other level, thinking that everybody could do this shit. I'm gonna name five trainers, models, photographers, relationship coaches, and stock traders. No, you talking about forex? Forex traders. Yeah, Thank you. Don't say stock traders. Yeah. And everybody think they're influencers. So I only bring those. I bring those six up because they all existed before all of it. But you got guys like Monday, for example, who take his crap serious. But you got oh, other and ours. And ours. You gotta put and ours in there as well. Yeah, they they, they acting like that too. Lying ass. They fucking <laughs> up the game. Well, that is true. I have seen some people. They say, "Yeah, I'm managing certain stuff." But who are you managing? Your homeboy from down the street? That's no. That don't happen. Yeah. So these are jobs that are head ass jobs that's boosted. I can't tell how many times where I talk to a woman and they work out and they be approached by a man in a gym talking about, "Hey, what you working on today? I can train you." Yeah, yeah. They be like. Nigga, you're not even that fit. Yeah, you know what I mean? They, they be like, dude, what's, what's going on? They like Instagram, ask for Instagram and shit. Photographers, they see a girl that look good on pictures. Oh, let me, let me, let me shoot you. Let me take, let me do a photo shoot. Bro, you trying to just hit. You know what I'm saying? Think about models. Every girl think they're a model. Every girl think they walk around think they're a model. I've been to a J. Mulan casting call, and that shit was, a lot of them was like, what the f- Her? I wouldn't let her walk down my runway. Motherfucker, please. So... Then you have be um, built like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like bro, what the I fuck? There with him. I can. He can vouch for that. I believe it. And then you got um relationship coaches. Everybody think they're giving advice on relationships nowadays. And they don't be in relationships. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you something like from my perspective, when I what I'm gonna say from my perspective is like I would say things that I go through my life experience and bring it up. But don't you can't speak on shit that you never been through yourself. And bring on to other people. That's what people fuck up at. They don't bring on their life experience and be transparent with themselves. To be honest, you know what I'm saying. So you get you get that mix up. Like I love what's the, what's the dude they got? Derek Jackson. <laughs> Perfect example. So you got these you got these six um, head ass jobs that exist before social media, but they've been powered and boosted by social media. Yeah, I agree. So ain't nothing to say to that. That's all I want to say. Real do the kill. We changed locations, obviously. We just on a different floor, basically. You don't see the chalk in the background. Yeah, basically. This is last time this shit This is really last time. <laughs> so it's a real moment. Yeah, I think next week we'll be on the way on the, on the top floor. Uh, Rudy, it's been a good one. Monday. Monday. Blaze Cakes. Yo, real do the kill. Off the floor, you know you ain't even in the camera. He opened the door for us, you know. The owner of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we out. <yo. laughs>